Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show, where we talk all things social media marketing and technology to help you find the seekers in your context. Whether you be a mission team or a ministry, it is our hope that you will get the right message in front of the right person on the right device and even at the right time. Well, hey, thanks for being a part of the show. My name is John, and I am thankful that you are taking some time out to listen to this or to watch this. And I hope that it's going to be a benefit to you in whatever you're doing, trying to make Jesus famous in whatever context that you're in. Maybe you're a mission team. Maybe you are a church. Maybe you're an org, a sending organization, and you want your people to be able to find those seekers in the places where you're sending them to. Well, that's what we want as well. We want people to have the opportunity to know about Jesus. We want to leverage technology and media to be able to identify and engage those seekers and to be able to have a conversation with them that can lead to, hopefully, offline, face-to-face discipleship and evangelism. And so in whatever kind of context you find yourself in, I'm thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me and our Kavanaugh Media team today. We're going to walk through an issue that just, well, it just showed itself. I knew it was coming, and maybe you have been getting some notifications about it as well. But I want to share with you today about a change that is taking place in Facebook and Instagram when it comes to ads there to your audiences and into your targeting options that you have as well. And there's one other change that Facebook is doing. I'm going to introduce it today, and then we're going to dive into it even more in the next episode next week, Lord willing. And that comes to the actual objectives on your Facebook and Instagram ads are changing. As it is with social media, it just seems like that it is constantly changing, that rules are changing in certain countries are saying, well, this is legal or this isn't legal. We want to follow the rules. We want to follow the terms of service and the community standards. We're not trying to be dishonest. We are wanting to respect people's privacy. And we want, though, to leverage these tools to give people the opportunity to know that good news and to know about Jesus, to leverage every possible way so that those who the Holy Spirit is calling and working in will be able to be connected to someone who can help them. So when it comes to the targeting options, that's what I want to be sharing with you today. It is very possible that you have received an email from Facebook itself. And in this email, they have said, we're changing targeting. In fact, there's laws in, that are trying to be passed here in the United States that are in Congress right now that are trying to do this. There are different countries that are trying to do this to take away different targeting options that have been available. Now, this isn't new. This has been happening for quite a while. Different options have been there in the past, and they're no longer there. In fact, I remember at one point watching a Facebook executive on the TV share about a, a capability, and he said, well, that that's not there. Well, it was there. And so I can almost imagine people frantically trying to change the code in the background because it was there five minutes before that, and then things change. Well, what is happening 
is they're taking away the ability to target different audiences based upon what sensitive areas. So things like race, your health, uh, political affiliation, religious or sexual orientation. And it's that religious one that will probably impact you and me. Now, I for one am I'm happy about this. I actually think that it's good to not be trying to manipulate people and to put out false information and to do things that are beneath the standard of what Jesus would want us to do. Though I will say that it's been really nice being able to use some of that targeting of things like Jesus because it shows us people who have been engaging with content that has something to do with Jesus, well, then they can see these push ads that we're putting out there. Well, with the things being changed, Facebook in the email said, well, here's a few things that you can do. And they said that after March 17th, any campaigns that you're doing, if they're active, are going to be paused. And if you're using certain segments or certain things using that, are going to be removed. So you have not quite two months, a little less than two months, depending upon when you are listening to this or watching this show, to make some changes. And you need to do it right away. Now, what they say is to prepare for that, they say create a custom or lookalike audience, which we're going to look at here, and I'm going to show you where to do that. They say use location targeting, which is a very good advice and something that I would be encouraging you to do. And then they also say in the email to use detailed targeting expansion. Now, I tend not to use that. And the reason why I don't think that that is good advice is because the detailed targeting expansion uses factors that then I don't know what it was that got people to click on it. So if you use the detailed targeting expansion and make sure that you're creating custom audiences of people from that, so that you can at least then retarget them and run ads back to them. So the first two, custom audiences, lookalike audiences, and then location targeting, that's good advice. And it's something that I hope that you have been doing. So I'd like to show you a little bit here, and I will describe what I'm doing as well for those of you listening to the podcast only, of how to do this custom and the lookalike audience. So where you're going to want to go is into your business.facebook.com forward slash ads manager. And when you get into the ads manager, you're going to have, it, it may look different. And so even the thing I'm going to show you here in a little while is something brand new. It may not be on your account, but in the ads manager, you're going to click on a thing that is three bars. And these three bars are gives you the options of different types of things that you can do. So I click on that, and now here's the ads manager, your business settings, ad account settings, your ads reporting, your account quality. This is what you need to be going to, checking out, seeing how your ad accounts and your pixel, how everything is working. But there's also one right there that's called audiences. And so click on those three lines. It's called the hamburger menu and click on it and then go to audiences. And when you're in the audience area, then you're gonna have a screen that says, reach the people who matter to you. And this is where custom audience, lookalike audiences, saved audiences, and special ad audiences can show up. A custom audience 
is an audience that you have created based upon certain criteria, and you can include or exclude people. Once you've done this, then it, it brings together data that allows you to build then a lookalike audience. So in essence, you're saying to Facebook, everybody who has done this one thing, maybe they've messaged your page, or they've clicked on a link, or done something, watched a video, I want you to find me a lot of other people like them and, and based upon the same criteria, the same type of data. So it's using something that is known to discover people that are unknown in your ads. Now, remember, this doesn't tell you who they are. It is still anonymous, but you're creating audiences based upon behavior that shows intent. So what I would encourage you to do is to click on the, the blue button that says create custom audience. Once you've done that, then it gives you the ability to choose what is the source of this custom audience. And I'm not going to go through all of these. In fact, I'm just going to talk you through these here. But each of these, I would encourage you to be clicking on them yourself. So click on the blue create custom audience button. And then you're going to notice it says things like website, app activity, catalog, customer lists, offline activity, Facebook sources like your videos, lead forms, instant experiences, shopping, your Instagram account, events, your Facebook page, and on Facebook listings. Now, if you're running a normal evangelistic type of Facebook page and website, then some of these you won't use at all, and some of them are going to be very important to you. Things like your website are very important. This is why I would encourage you to make sure that you have the Facebook Pixel installed on your website so that it can see this. Even if some people are opting out of third-person data, so in other words, they have clicked that they don't want Facebook to be able to know that they've gone to your website, there's still a lot of people that haven't. There's a lot of phones that aren't doing that. And so I would encourage you to be doing it because also... I just have the feeling that Facebook's going to figure this thing out in a way where it respects people's privacy. But the Pixel doesn't record unless you have it installed on your site. When you click website as your source, now you can pick certain pages. You can pick it based upon time on site. There's a lot of options that you can do. So definitely check out website. And you can have multiple custom audiences. So use several of these to build out different ones. You can combine them and have more than one in your ad when you're creating it. Website is one that I use all the time. And by the way, if you don't have a website, if that's not a part of your digital engagement strategy, I would really encourage you to get one because you own your website. And Facebook, Instagram, Google, all of these others, well, it's kind of like rental property. We don't own it. We can't make a lot of changes. And though they're good, there's limitations that come with all of them. So make sure you have a website that's working well for your evangelistic and discipleship types of efforts. So check out website. If you had an email list, that's what a customer list would be. If you had a CRM that was putting information back in, you could use offline activity. But I, I don't know anybody that is. I do know that there are people that have lists, so your, your customer lists. Or if you've been using a chat bot, there's ways to pull out information from that and pump that back in there. If you have some sort of app that you've been using, great. But if not, don't worry about it. Same thing with catalog. I don't think I have any teams that are using that. But it's these down here, Facebook sources, that are some that I want to make sure that you're using as well. So besides your website and maybe an email list, 
If you're using videos in your ads, you can base the amount of time, the percentage that people have watched a video to be a part of your Facebook source. So you could say people who have watched 50% of any of these videos and you pick which videos in your ads, you can create a custom audience from them. This is why I like longer videos than just 10 to 15 seconds because it doesn't show us intent. When you have a video that's maybe one minute long, then if a person has watched for 30 seconds or 45 seconds, you can really tell that they're very interested. They either really like the content or they're really angry, but they're not neutral about it. And so video could be a great part to your strategy if you're using them in your ads. A lead form is a little bit more advanced, but these are great and you can build them out for people that have filled out the lead form or people that have started but didn't submit even their lead form. So that's some, something that would be good for you to be looking into. An instant experience is something that we're starting to use more and more. Think of it basically as a landing page, like from your website, but it's happening on Facebook. It takes over the whole screen and you can put links, other videos, you can embed an instant experience in an instant experience and it's not blocked from the pixel blocking. So all of this is happening on Facebook. So it's a really powerful tool. And if you haven't used them yet, I would really encourage you to do that. Now, shopping, you're probably not going to use. Instagram, if you've got people engaging with certain posts or looking at your profile, that's one that you could use as a source for your custom audience. Events, maybe you have something like that, but your Facebook page is another one. When you click on that one, you can say people who have engaged with an ad, people who have messaged you, people who have gone to your page. Like there's a lot of options. So anyone who has messaged you from an ad or messaging your page could be and should be a custom audience. And then you can build a lookalike from them. You want to make sure that you're able to continue to speak to those same people that have shown an interest. Once you've done that, you will name your custom audience and then it will begin to show up. The, the issue with that is that it will take a little bit of time. So it's going to need to populate that audience. But give it 30 minutes to an hour and you should see a number and say this audience is ready. When you have your custom audience done, then you can create a lookalike audience. And when you click on the lookalike audience button, it's going to ask you for what custom audience do you want to base this off of. So you would pick one of those custom audiences. You're going to pick a time frame for it, and you're going to pick a country. So the country that you're wanting to use this lookalike audience from, well, that's a really important one. Now, when it comes to that, one of the things that I've been asked about recently is, well, how do we target then a certain city and a lookalike audience? Well, they've changed the lookalike audience part a long time ago, but the way you do that is, let's say you want to target the people in, I don't know, Tanzania, Okay, and so you've created your custom audience based off of video views. Now you choose that one for your source, for your lookalike audience, and you pick your country, Tanzania, and then you have to pick a percentage. And you'll notice the numbers 
getting larger or smaller there. It's just the quality of those. Don't be concerned too much by it. Honestly, I've seen sometimes that higher percentages work just as well as lower ones. So you want to get to a sufficient size say half a million people, if at all possible. Because then when you're creating the ad, when you pick your audience, you're going to pick that lookalike audience. But then when you pick your location, you can pick a city or a region. You can drop a pin and say only people within a one kilometer circle. It's going to take your lookalike audience and it's going to say all the people in that lookalike audience that are in that geographic region are the ones that are going to see the ads. So you've created a custom audience from your video views based upon Tanzania on a certain percentage of, of similarity. So the, the lower the number, let's say 1%, it means they're basically 99% the same. That's a really high quality lookalike audience. And then when you create the ad, that's where you would use that lookalike audience and select the city or region or drop a pin, and it will take just a selection of that lookalike audience for it. I would really encourage you to create custom audiences. Make sure you have the pixel installed on your site and then be creating lookalike audiences as well. This is how you can get over some of these issues that are happening in the targeting changing. Now, I just want to briefly show you one other screen. If you go in to create an ad, don't be surprised when you click on this green create button if all of a sudden you have different campaign objectives showing up. They have simplified this process. So now you have awareness, traffic, engagement, leads, app promotion, sales. And Lord willing, next week, we'll take a Take a look at this and some of the changes that are happening here as well and dive into them a little bit more. So I hope that that is a benefit for you. I hope that you won't be discouraged by some of these changes. I hope that you are experimenting with the different custom audiences, lookalike audiences, different targeting. I have been for the last two months doing all sorts of testing to see how this is going to impact my campaigns around the world. And by the most part, it's not. It's really not that big of a deal. So we're helping people with their privacy. We just need to adjust, to pivot, keep iterating, keep testing, and keep trying new things. And Keep doing the things that are working. Do more of those, all right? So I hope that this video and this podcast is a benefit for you. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'm just starting that out, so I would ask for you to help me build that one out. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do that as well. If you think there are other people that need to hear about this stuff, Will you share it with them? I would really appreciate it. I'm so thankful for you all. May God bless your efforts this week as you try your best to make Jesus famous. Until next time, take care and God bless. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Show. We hope it is a blessing to you. For more information and training, 